You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, the show that helps baffled beginners and even experienced entrepreneurs set intentions, attract ideal clients, and make meaning and money using real-life examples, an interactive teaching style, and in-episode experiences. I'm your host, Chantelle, an educator-turned-web designer and aligned business mentor at Clear Quartz Creative. Together, we'll get past your playing small patterns and transform your all-over-the-place ideas into exciting possibilities so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, and let's get into today's episode. Aside from the long list of benefits of using reviews in your marketing, there are also possibilities for your own self-awareness, and they're hiding in plain sight in testimonials that you already have. Social proof is going to help you see very clearly what you do best because you're going to be able to start spotting trends in the feedback. For later on in today's episode, it would be awesome if you had access to a few testimonials of your own. I would encourage you to pause here and find a few of those. Hint, if it's difficult to find them, you should probably improve your organizational system because when your reviews are easily accessible on your laptop, on your phone, you are going to be more likely to use them regularly. Back to our topic. There is something magical about reading about yourself from the lens of someone who admires you. Even if you have a healthy self-image, there's still bound to be some things that you hadn't noticed before and ways of describing who you are and how you are and what you do and what you mean to people. It's emotional, it's powerful, it's vulnerable. And that's why you want to avoid some of this because there is potential for feeling with reviews. Every time you ask for a review, you are open yourself up to potential criticism, but also to potential praise. Honestly, both of those can feel really uncomfortable. If you felt vulnerable and nervous around asking for feedback, you're normal. (laughs) Regardless of what you get back from 100% praise to totally constructive comments to complaining, it is all information. Slight confession here. I hooked you into this episode talking about superpowers and we are going to get there, promise. But first we're going to talk about the self-improvement side of things. So the researcher in me loves dissecting testimonials to learn from what's being said. I love seeing what feeling words people use when they're happy, in part because I can look up the antonyms of those words and understand more about how they were feeling before slash how they don't want to feel. I love when there's 99% praise and there's like one little note for improvement because it makes me feel terrible that you weren't expecting that. But seriously, I have had a lot of feedback like this. These are the reviews that sound like everything was amazing except this one thing. And I've taught myself to love even that feedback because It forces me to reflect on what I'm doing and to just evaluate what that means. You have to put yourself in your client's shoes. You have to see things from their perspective. And then you get to decide for yourself if you agree or if you don't. And that takes a lot of humility. It's either going to be something that you can acknowledge should change, something legitimate, something that you know that you could have done better on. Or you're going to look at it realistically and say, okay, that was a fluke. That was an anomaly. That's something that most people wouldn't take issue with. I am the kind of person who would fixate on that 1% of criticism and totally ignore the 99% praise. I I wouldn't be surprised if you are too listening to this and feeling all the uncomfortable feels at what I'm describing. My point though is that when we get reviews and testimonials, we get an opportunity and that opportunity is to hold up a mirror to how we're showing up with our clients and sometimes politely disagree with whatever opinion the client has shared. Either way, we're learning something about ourselves. I can admit that I like learning about myself more than the average human. And that includes being self-aware about my flaws and my faults. I blame years of therapy for this, FYI. But as someone who is obsessed with growth, I like that I can read one of my reviews for the first time and get an accurate image of where I'm at 
because I'm noticing how I am responding. So how I'm responding to whatever has been expressed in that review, it can teach me a lot about where I am. Am I better after five years of having a business of handling criticism? Am I able to dwell less on the 1% that was somewhat negative and like see it in the proportion that it truly is? Am I still grateful from a deeper place than my ego for the compliments? Am I at peace with the image that this testimonial is portraying of me or do I want or need to make some changes? Important here to notice what comes up in your body as you're listening to this. Are you on board or are you like, um, no thanks. And notice what comes up in your body as you're reading or rereading your reviews. All feelings, all sensations are all information. What is your body telling you when it's responding to feedback, both good and bad? So much awareness to be had there. So that was a whole other side of why reviews and testimonials are necessary as a business owner. You can tell your nervous system to relax a little bit. It's, uh, it's time to segue into the superpower side of things. If you haven't already grabbed a testimonial of your own to test this with, now's the time to do it. I'm going to be walking you through the best system for analyzing your testimonials. That is B stands for boost, E is for emotions, S is for surprise, and T is for themes. I'm going to be using a sample testimonial from this issue of Facet from a reader named Danny. Danny is a successful artist. She has a big membership program, um, a YouTube channel. She teaches painting tutorials. She's an ideal client for Facet in so many ways. She's a solopreneur. She runs her business mostly on her own with a little bit of outsourcing. She's the kind of person who knows that she has to embrace digital marketing and she does that really well, but she also values real life experiences. Like she literally creates art by putting brush to paint to paper. So in person, by hand, those kinds of things are important to her. She sells a combination of products. Um, she has these hugely popular hand-painted tarot decks and services because I would classify her educational painting membership as a service-based offer. Most of all, Danny's learned a lot about herself as an entrepreneur over the years. She knows that she wants an alternative to taking another online course, spending huge amounts of money to have just that tiny little hit of dopamine and then never logging into the course materials because she knows that that leads to feeling a lot worse. I just wanted to give you some context to the review and I also wanted to mention it because remember that paying most attention to the testimonials that are from the people who are closest to your ideal client is going to be what's best here. Their feedback actually matters more because those are the kinds of people that you want to attract more of. Danny was one of my advanced readers. So she had a questionnaire to complete after her initial experience with Facet. I'm about to read to you from that and I'm going to read the prompt and I'm going to read each response. Prompt one was how did Facet feel to receive? It felt like a little blast of sunshine as I pulled it out of the mailing envelope. The beautiful imagery was stunning, but the light and clean aesthetic made it feel purposeful and clear. No overwhelm or clutter here. Prompt two, how did Facet feel to read? Reading Facet felt easy. Business topics can notoriously be overwhelming and sometimes convoluted, but the way Facet was mapped out and written made the entire process feel filled with ease. Prompt three, how did Facet feel to implement? The beautiful thing about Facet is that it is a tool for action. So many other courses, workbooks, and lessons give you a lot of information, much like Facet, but where they tend to fall short is on the all important action step. Facet gives you step-by-step -step guides for actually getting things done. And last prompt, how did Facet feel as an experience? Reading and implementing Facet felt like the next best thing to having Chantel in the room with me, guiding me through. Immensely helpful, crystal clear, and even there to handle those worries or what ifs that always pop up. I truly cannot wait to experience more. So let's apply the best framework going letter by letter. Starting with B, B stands for boost. These are the elements of the testimonial that boost your ego, the ones that feel like a warm hug or a big compliment. From the example that I'm using, I would highlight this part. 
Reading and implementing Facet felt like the next best thing to having Chantelle in the room with me guiding me through. I chose this aspect, I pulled it out as a boost because it puts into words the feeling that I wanted to create with Facet to a T. I never would have worded it quite this way on my own. Now that it's been pointed out this way, it feels like it fits completely. I identify as a guide more than I identify as a coach or a strategist or consultant or whatever. So the fact that this was noticed is what really warms my heart about this testimonial. It feels really validating. She's communicating that she understands the value of working one-on-one with me, even though actually this particular reader has never worked with me one-on-one. So that tells me a lot too, that through my product, I'm able to show up in a way that feels valuable. And she has the perception, she knows that working with me one-on-one is a desirable thing. I know that the way that I spend time one-on-one with clients is different from other entrepreneurship experts. This review highlights highlights the superpowers of, to me, I hear guidance, action, ease, and purpose. If I go back and pick up the words that feel most complimentary to me. So now it's your turn. Which part of the testimonial or testimonials that you're reading of your own feel like the best compliment or the biggest boost? What specific words feel most complimentary? Go over those now, make some notes, and then meet me back here for E. E is for emotions. I literally make a feelings list when I read over testimonials. There is so much information hiding in here. I write down all the feelings, all the not feelings, all the little descriptors that people use. Sometimes people give me opposites, like in this example, not overwhelming is still what I would consider to be like an emotion, a feeling. This is the full list that I have from that example. Purposeful, clear, not overwhelming, not cluttered, filled with ease, not convoluted, mapped out, actionable, feeling of accomplishment. I'm reading between the lines here from the part about actually getting things done. Helpful, the feeling of being taken care of. And that one I'm reading between the lines on handling worries and handling those what ifs. Of course, you're going to have a bigger list the longer the testimonial is. So please don't feel discouraged if your list is shorter. Just do the exercise again with another testimonial and you'll get more information. Emotions, feelings, words, they help to bring your superpowers right to the forefront. Knowing that purposeful and helpful are things that my clients are noticing is really good feedback for me. It implies that they have encountered the opposite out there in the world of entrepreneurship. These might be ways that I'm standing out, that I'm kind of distinguishing myself from my competition. And if anything, this gives me motivation to keep going, like keep answering questions by email, keep offering to give free feedback, all of those things. It's time now to go over your testimonial again, looking for those emotions and those feelings. Remember to make note of any opposites as well. So indicators of how your clients don't want to feel that they mention in there. S is for surprise. These are the eyebrow raising lines, the ones that surprise you when you're reading them. Also the things that surprise your clients about you and about your offer. Surprise is a very powerful psychological state. It reminds people of novelty, of excitement. There's that little dopamine rush that we humans love. Because of that, surprise is a very big emotion to tap into for marketing purposes. Pretty much every clickbait ever works on the element of surprise. And I'm not saying we wanna emulate that. I'm just giving you a comparison that I know is gonna make some sense. Surprise elements inside my example testimonial are these two lines. One, facet felt like a little blast of sunshine as I pulled it out of the mailing envelope. And two, 
even there to handle those worries or what ifs that always pop up. I know that after the anticipation of waiting for an issue, the moment that it actually shows up in the mail is going to be a very powerful, important moment, really big for customer satisfaction. Getting this feedback shows me that what I'm doing is working. And then the second aspect, this is definitely what I was going for as I was creating. It was honestly quite a creative challenge to design in a way that anticipated issues people were going to have. So I was conscious of guessing where they might naturally stop and kind of want to give up or get tripped up. I tried to plan ahead for where they could go wrong and where they might make mistakes. And the idea was to write it all so that a print issue of something can handle all of that. It's very different than like being one-on-one -on, -one on a call. So the fact that that was noticed and spelled out in this way in this review really floored me. It got me with the element of surprise that I did this well enough that it was noticed and that it was called out in a review. So that feels like a huge win. Let's look at your testimonial again. Let's scan through for elements of surprise. Make notes of everything that you found. The last component of the best framework, T is for themes. It's time to look for them. What are the overarching themes that are present in your testimonials? By taking out themes and by comparing them across a bigger sample of your testimonials, you're going to be able to see what you're truly known for. So a common theme of mine is clarity. That comes up here. That's intentional. It's part of why my business is actually named Clear Courts Creative. I'm never surprised anymore when this theme comes up in testimonials because it comes up a lot, almost all of them. Other themes that I see in this particular one are beauty and aesthetics, light, action. Action, of course, also makes sense given what this podcast is called. I'm seeing this balance of like information and action more specifically. So that balance is a bit of a theme here. Something that's interesting to me is that even though I've been in a design field for years, I think this might be the first testimonial I've ever had that has the word beautiful in it twice. The aesthetics of Facet are really getting noticed by readers, which was obviously intentional on my part. Again, I'm surprised that it's coming up so consistently in my feedback. And that helps me to know that I'm on the right track. And it shows that as I'm trying to lean into more of that superpower, that that's actually working. It's coming across to the people who are actually reading it. To expand on that a little, why that's a focus for me, basically it's because I feel like aesthetics can often get left out of learning. So if you're reading a book to try to learn something, there's usually no color, there's not a lot of pictures, it's like pretty monochrome. And if you're learning in an online course, there's no guarantee that the slides are going to be anything special or that there's going to be any visual component at all. And one of my goals with Facet was to make that entrepreneur education more aesthetic. And my marketing is definitely reflecting that. I've posted a few things in the last couple of weeks about just like the mood board and the color palette and the, the aesthetic. So it's good to see this theme come up in a testimonial because it shows that leaning into that superpower is working. So theme wise, what is in your testimonials? Go through your reviews and make a note of at least two themes. What is being noticed? What's being noticed about you? What's being noticed about your work? What are other people describing as important concepts to them? Now that you've gone through the best method, you've looked for boost, emotion, surprise, and themes, you now have way more insight into your brand superpowers than you did at the beginning of this episode. So that's a win. And hopefully you have forgiven me for the detour into self-awareness from the beginning of this episode and, and the sociology too. As a reminder, brand superpowers are how you do things differently than anyone else in your niche. And the reason to know them is that they help you to not fall into a comparison trap. They help you feel more worthy of being hired and of making sales when you really hold in your mind what about you is special and unique. 
and they help you to follow your own unique path. So rather than building a business that's a copy of someone else's, having your brand superpowers in mind helps you to chart your own path forward. So this is a side benefit of social proof that you're going to get to know your business so much better. So many entrepreneurs walk around wondering, what am I good at? What do I even do for people? What am I known for? That question is really hard to answer all by yourself and your customers are actually the best positioned to help you hold up a mirror so that you can see your superpowers. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Action Podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take the first step to turn your ideas and insights into income. For one-on-one guidance and done-for-you solutions, visit clearquartzcreative.co to see how we can work together. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Each review helps me to help more entrepreneurs like you dig deeper and get crystal clear. Until next week, remember, you're a gem. Every intention you set and every action you take is an expression of being the brilliant business owner you already are.